Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh let's get into this thing. Oh, hello everyone. So this is take 2 because uh so many audio issues this week. Recorded a chatterbox, I guess it was last week, and lost half of the show, mysteriously disappearing from, uh, just disappeared from uh, from GarageBand, half of it, just weird, just disappeared. But anyway, so, uh, show's a little late this week because, um, oh, we had a snowstorm, sorry about that, and uh, I didn't get a lot of time to play or anything, but uh, I have a little bit on my character. So I'm still going with my Necromancer. Um, I've been doing some of the the Daedra quests. I did uh, Mayrun's Razor, uh, the quest uh, for Mayrun's Dagon, which I enjoy. Uh, you go get the pieces of the Razor and then bring them back and you take them to the Shrine of Mayrun's Dagon. And then he ends up turning on the guy who you got the pieces for and you have to battle a bunch of... Uh, Dramora and stuff like that and uh I conjured my own I had my bone warriors uh they've since died off I have to go make some more bone warriors at the altars uh maybe I'll try and make some bone mages I think I'm higher high enough level to be able to do that now but um so I did that I did uh Merdia's Beacon to get uh Dawnbreaker I think I sold both of them because I'm not using any weapons at all with this character um just you know continuing the magic necromancer kind of thing uh conjurer you know, kind of blending it all together. Um, as far as the roundtable, the roundtable, the finale of the roundtable will be this weekend. Um, and that will be the last Skyrim roundtable uh, for the time being. Uh, you know, unless uh, something changes right before a new AES game comes out and we want to do something like that. But um, the roundtable is going to kind of move over to the Fallout feed and uh, going to do a Fallout roundtable. So uh, I will just be continuing on doing the regular show here. Um, having people on whenever, randomly, kind of how it goes around here. And uh, so if you're interested in uh, joining on or anything like that, send me an email, scaremaniacpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I haven't had a ton of play time this week. I did a couple of different things. And, I oh, I did get into the Forgotten City, not the Forbidden City, as I said last time. Forgotten City. And uh, I'm partially into it. I'm probably not too deep. Um I'm not even going to guess the amount of time through it I am, but um, I've gone through a first part and into a second area, uh, kind of time traveled, and then really enjoying it. Great atmosphere, uh, really creepy. Uh, definitely a way 
different type of quest than you would get in the normal game. Really liking it a lot. Um, and uh, also, when we were, we were talking about it in the Facebook group, and uh, Nick said, Nick, who was who is the author of the mod, um, said he could answer any questions or anything we had about it, and just to let him know. So uh, I'm gonna I'm going to finish it up or finish playing through it. And then once I do that, uh, I'm definitely going to get in touch with him and, and, and talk about it and stuff like that because uh, I just want to be more well-versed in uh, you know, the entire uh, quest lines and things like that itself and have a better knowledge of it. Um, yeah, no, but I'm enjoying it a lot so far. So there's that. Uh, and other than that... Um, I'm just going to be getting into that over the next few days and playing that before this weekend. Although it'll probably be two weeks because if the round table is this weekend, I think it's this weekend. I could be wrong. Um, I may not record again until the week after. I don't know if I'll be making the round table for this weekend. So, uh, but my, my necromancer Willie will continue on Willie the Breton. So, uh, I do have some feedback from Dave. He is hopped back into ESO with McBeta. So we have a journal for McBeta here. I have not been back into ESO yet. Um, every time I turn on the Xbox One, I play some Fallout. Um, when I turn on the PC, I play Skyrim. Uh, I keep wanting to get back into ESO. It's just not drawing me in yet. And I need to get further into it before I can make that choice. I feel like I'm cutting myself short and I really need to at least give it more of a try to see see what I like. So. Uh, I'm going to make that a goal of mine for for the next recording too, is to put ESO back in, give it a, another few hours of play and see how I'm enjoying it at that point. Uh, you know, at least get a little bit of play here and there on it. Uh, I'll never get hugely into it, I'm sure, where it'll be like the main thing that takes over my gaming, but I, I think I need to give it more of a fair chance than I have, so... Uh, so here is the uh, latest journal from McBeta, who is in, who was obviously the character to transition from Skyrim to ESO through some kind of vortex portal thing. Uh, so, some bloody hero. Well, it's official. I'm the hero of Bleak Rock. They say, "Gods, that's a laugh." Found everybody. Got them back to the village. Lit the beacon. Put out some fires and helped Captain Rana get everybody off the island. Apparently, that makes me a hero. I bearn we I biscuit erskud ein dunyan. I'm sure I butchered that horribly. Uh, translator, uh, translation. A child sitting on a full nappy could have done that. I have to say that Captain Rana is obviously destined for greater things and and a higher authority. During the escape through the crypt, I couldn't help but notice one thing. I always got the bit where I was attacked or had to go through dangerous fires or traps to open doors or triggers or switches. Captain Rana seemed to know that I was too thick to question her about this at the time. Definitely senior officer material. Send in the troops, they'll obey orders, no questions asked. To be honest, I never thought I would see her again. When Era Earthturner told me that the Covenant were attacking the Balfoyan Harbor, and Rana and her daughter were defending, I did go to help. An Argonian called Eleven Skips was waiting at the docks bridge, at the dock bridge and pointed me in the correct direction whilst she was looking at after a wounded Sergeant Sane. To be fair, after we defended the docks, 
at Balfoyan, Captain Rana wasn't backward about tackling the commander of the Daggerfall Covenant. With, with my help, of course, on his own ship. We kicked his Dark, Co- Dark Covenant arse, good and proper, along with his proxy bodyguard. She did seem grateful for the help. Strange woman, she never used magic once. Bloody good with a sword and a dagger, really fast. Not, not like an officer at all. When it was all over, I even got to meet a real Argar- Argonian general. He looked like a tough old lizard, I can tell you. I wouldn't like to cross him. He was huge. He gave me one of his great swords as a reward. I was too embarrassed to tell him I couldn't use it. No strength in my wrists or upper body. I had already swung a great sword at at great risk of life and limb. <laughs> to life and limb. Mine, that is. After all that, I was sent off to warn Davin's watch. So back to where it all started, and I'm still in deep doo-doo. The Bloody Covenant were all around us apart from the Balfoy inside. I had I had to work my way towards Davin's watch as I never found the way shrine there. Apparently it's actually somewhere outside the bloody walls and nobody thought to tell me. In Balfoyan, the rem- remnants of the defeated Covenant troops were still attacking the local Argonians. Bastards. The people were only farmers and fishermen, not soldiers. Mind you, these handskies, pissed pitchforks and filleting knives were bloody deadly as soon as as they soon found out there was even one old argonian who came up with the idea of throwing netch eggs at the covenant troops the smell of a broken netch egg drove the bullnetch absolutely berserk and they just worked their way through the covenant troops killing them ever so quickly killed a lot of the bastards that way good thinking that argonian whoever you were I even helped one poor old bugger who had lost his family. They were his guar and his uh, livelihood. He gave me some smelly stuff to give them, said it would remind them of home, and he was convinced they would come back to him. I did find them on the way. It actually worked, as I found out later. These Argonians aren't as stupid as they are said to be. In fact, a few soldiers and a lot of the farmers I saw were were not only pretty tough-looking, they did a lot of damage to the Covenant. I'm glad they are on our side. Eventually I got back to Davin's Watch to warn them, and found that a bit of, of a siege mentality was setting in. They looked as though they were going to be in it for the long haul and had uh, dug in. I didn't care at the moment, I had just warned them, and now I was tired. Bloody sore and very hungry. I just needed to be in a bed after a lot of in bed after a lot of food and a very large tankard, or maybe three, of some alcoholic refreshment of any kind. Preferably strong. Certainly none of that golden lager or watery beer crap. <laughs> that is terrible stuff. We'll just say that. So that was the uh, latest journal from uh, McBeta. Sorry. Let me pull. Whoops. There we go. Got that one. Sorry, I'm uh, working as I go. Going through my email as I go here. All right, so uh, up. So apparently the internet having issues again. So he's back in Skyrim with Makachia, and she's a bit pissed off at Mercer Frey. But who isn't? Uh, (laughs) So... 
Fingers and Pies, extract from the notes of Makachia Blackstone. Let's see. I had too many pies, but not enough fingers. I needed to prioritize my workload better. Two assassinations were doled out to Nazir and Babette. They were, they were each to take an initiate with, initiate with them for work experience. I also allowed Gabriella out of her first solo mission. She was good under pressure and didn't make any mistakes that I could see. Her target was an interrant lumberjack in Morthal. A target I got from a disgruntled servant in Markarth. She had been through Morthal on her way to Dawnstar, so knew the area. All these from the Night Mother. The Dark Brotherhood was back in business with vengeance. This was probably what we were all about anyway, if you think about it. I left Cif Cicero and Drogo to guard the Sanctuary and the Night Mother. Drogo might drive Cicero completely mad because he, like he likes to snooze in front of the Night Mother's coffin for some reason. He just won't budge. Something is holding him there when he isn't with me. It's very strange to say, at least. It's almost as if he feels McBeta is somewhere near the coffin. I get chills thinking about that one. I remembered he is quite strong magically and bound to McBeta because of that rune on his hairy arse. <laughs> now I had received a note from Enthir in Winterhold telling me he had now completed translating Gallus's journal and had confirmed the translation with a colleague. Carlyle was waiting for with him in Winterhold at the inn for my return. This was a tricky one for me. Carlia had saved my life after Mercer Freya tried to kill me when we were chasing at when we were chasing after Carlia. She had been blamed for all the bad luck surrounding the Thieves Guild. She was supposed to have killed Gallus, Mercer Freya's predecessor. She was a kill on sight target as far as the guild were concerned. I found out almost dying in the process it was actually Mercer Frey who had killed Gallus and had framed Carlia for it over 25 years ago. The translation done by Anthier confirmed everything I'd heard from Carlia, and I agreed to meet her in Riften to present it to Brynlof and the others in the Ragged Tavern. That was the tricky bit, but I was, but I was prepared to do it and to, and to hell with the consequences. He was the target as far as I was concerned. I just needed to find the, I just needed to find the murderous bastard. I didn't actually care about how Brynlof and the others would have felt. I knew the bastard was bad and he was my target. The guild members were, n were not happy with my message about Brynlof, but Brynlof, I'm sorry, not about Brynlof, but Brynlof, Delvin, Vex, and the others were prepared to listen to Carlia. The story she told stunned them and Entier's translation rang alarm bells. Checking the guild's hoard in the secure area proved to be the clincher. Mercer had cleaned them out completely. Every chest, box, drawer had been emptied. It had to have been going on for years. Vex was more vexed than ever, put, to put it mildly. <laughs> Delvin was spitting blood as he had put a lifetime into that horde. It was agreed that I was best suited to investigate Mercer Frey's house adjacent to the Temple of Mara. The only way in was a rear stare triggered by an arrow at the highest point side note i always have tons of issues trying to trigger that with an arrow i don't know why and i used a bow a lot back back to that the watchman was taken down by paralysis 
by a paralysis poisoned arrow and stuffed in the corner below the stairs out of sight. He would recover in about five or six hours. He was only doing his job. Probably poorly paid, too. The house itself was occupied by a variety of bandit types. I killed them all during my investigation. Gods, I was so pissed off I didn't even check them for loot. I found a secret passage behind the wardrobe with steps down to what was a basement level. I went down carefully, disabling the few traps that the few traps there were and made it all the way down. Down there I picked up everything of value, including a bust of the Grey Fox and the magical sword Chilrend. They were a phrase, after all. Now they were mine. I also found his journal with a few notes and returned it to the Ragged Flagon via Frey's escape hatch in the Ratway. Investigations carried out by Brynloff turned up that Frey had even stolen all their future future plans, including their prime job, Gallus's proposed heist of the Eyes of the Falmer. Carlia reasoned that this had to be the target. Stealing the Eyes of the Falmer would have set him up for life. We needed to stop him, but first, she needed to talk to us about the Nightingales. Brynloff scoffed at the Guild fairy tale, and I just looked blank. What in oblivion is she talking about? She described the Nightingales, who were normally chosen from high-ranking members of the Guild. Master of their calling, if you like. A secret organization within an organization? That sounded familiar. I wonder if I'll get to be called, uh, by Neoi Septum, two nulls seven again. I would even hear from Moonypenny Moonypenny again, who was going to be the new M. The last one was killed. I'm wandering. Sorry. Carlia (laughs) insisted that Brynloff and I must join the Order and take the oath if we are to have any chance against Mercer Frey. The The oath is best described as a business arrangement with Nocturnal. A guild contract, if you like. You protect her temple and the skeleton key with your life, and now, life now and in the hereafter. The outcome is you are then less likely to have problems get in your way when you are doing things a bit of business out with the law. For instance, guards or lookouts rarely spot you, lockpicks hardly ever break, and master locks even get opened by novices on occasion. Chests sometimes contain rare, rep- rare weapons or jewels. Nightingales call this the windfall or the blessing, or anything but the L word. Nocturnal doesn't like the L word, so it's never mentioned. Thieves who use the L word find it's usually run out. We just had to recreate the Trinity to try and placate Nocturnal. To do that, we had to become Nightingales in the Nightingale Hall, which was just outside of Riften. Never heard of it. Never heard of it ever, and its location was well hidden near the Shadow Stone. After receiving our Nightingale armor, which just bloody appeared at the Armor Stone, we were inducted as Nightingales by, by Nocturnal. It seemed pretty informal, but I could sense the real power of this Daedric Prince. She wasn't one of the stupid ones. She was maybe a bit of a gambler, but was always one who knew about all the odds. I wouldn't want to ever cross her. She just asked where we were prepared to guard the Twilight Sepulchre. And when we said yes, it was done, and we were nightingales. The clincher to the deal was to get the skeleton key back in its rightful place. 
I think Mercer Frey is in deep shit and he doesn't realize it. I think he's going to have a rather unpleasant hereafter. Our task was to find and kill Mercer Frey and return the stolen skeleton key to Nocturnal's temple, which is called the Twilight Sepulchre. I don't think we we get an opportunity to refuse on this one, and the message won't disappear in five minutes. It's deeply embedded in our psyche. I should possibly worry that I'm, I am now serving, serving Sithis, the Lord of Chaos, Meridia, the Daedric Prince called the Lady Infinite Energies, or the Light or the light, together with Nocturnal, the Daedric Prince of Darkness or Shadow. I just don't worry because I know Sithis is actually in charge. He just doesn't say much. The others are just opposites somewhere in the chaos of their own universes, balancing each other out in their own way. Well, that's my take on it anyway. Hell with it. Let's go kill a murderous bastard. Oh, so that's the uh, next uh, next piece of uh, the McBeta beta story let me pull up the final one here okay <laughs> it was a, actually a uh, email about haggis which I've never had I have had uh, vegetarian haggis oddly enough uh, <laughs> I've never had regular haggis so Let's see, what is it? Sheep's liver, kidneys, lungs, and heart together with barley and various spices boiled up in a sheep's stomach. Served with mashed turnips and potatoes, all washed down with, of course, a glass or two of... We see Bethia, 30-year-old preference, but 10-year-old is more affordable. <laughs> nice. So I don't know a lot about haggis, but I have a vegetarian haggis. Uh but uh, <laughs> that was the latest journal from both Makachia and McBeta. Um, I had thought of something in the middle of that, and I lost my train of thought. Oh, gosh. I don't, you know, I'm trying to think of the last time I went through the Thieves' Guild. I do it pretty regularly. I do The Thieves' Guild is one of, my, one of the ones I really enjoy, and I do like the Nightingale armor a lot. Um the Dark Brotherhood, I do like that as well, and I will probably do that this time because uh, I've never done it as a conjurer mage. I've always done it as an archer or uh, like a sneaky stealth with daggers. I've I've never actually done it the other way. But uh, yeah, no, I have to definitely put a little time in the ESO too after reading about that. So I'm gonna see if I can do that and. Like I said, I'll be doing Forgotten City. So that's all I have for this time. Uh, thanks for listening. I believe next week will be a roundtable that'll be out. I believe. Don't hold me to it. Sometimes I mix up the dates. <laughs> so that's always possible. Uh, if you have a moment, leave a review for the show. It uh, uh, just helps with visibility. That's all. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrim Addict. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash myafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable open and close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. 
Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.